This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good, happy Tuesday to you here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Don't worry, we'll get right into the Britney headlines in just a moment because it's Britney Corner, obviously, if it's noon on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Yo. And of course, Holly Roberts. You guys, we need to get the Cobra gang together a little toxic style. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the We're going to start with um, a story, Colleen, apparently involving Britney Spears, Sam Asghari and motorcycles in the driveway. Tell us more. Okay, so, you know, lately, like a lot of stuff with Britney Spears has been making me kind of sad. But without a doubt, this headline made me the most sad of all the Britney stories. Okay, I know the headline goes like this. Britney Spears, Sam Asghari, gleefully ride motorcycles in the driveway. <laughs> okay. Womp, is... womp. So they're literally just drive riding motorcycles in the driveway? Born to be mild. Yep. Exactly. So um, apparently Sam Asghari posted this on his Instagram, which in and of itself is a miracle because he never posts stuff about the two of them together. It's literally the two of them on like dirt bikes dirt bike motorcycles just doing donuts okay around her big fat turnaround i mean the the reason it makes me sad is it's the same thing as that part of that one documentary where they were like britney you want freedom you want freedom we're gonna drive you out into the desert and give you the keys to your car and you can drive in a controlled environment and i just it just is this is 2021 where w- Britney was this? Spears gleefully riding motorcycles in the driveway. Was this on his stories? Because I don't even. See I believe it on his so. Account. Yeah, I believe it was on his stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, on Instagram. So yeah, it's not even. It's not even like in his feed. It was just this. They did this on Saturday night. Oh, okay. So this appeared over the weekend, um, and it really is just the two of them riding dirt bike motorcycles in her gigantic earth driveway. Fine, we are getting to a place with Brittany where maybe she will be free to ride motorcycles on real roads. But for now, she's just riding motorcycles in the driveway. Yeah. Um, um, got a little good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Sunset I mean, cruise. listen, you got to start somewhere. But that's not even um, the most, I mean, that was the most sad headline I read. But she's got some other like real stuff going on. Um, like <laughs> some other relationship- real stuff. Okay. Like her relationship with her sister. So I read Jane another Lee and story. Liar Spears. 
well, we'll get to we'll get to some of that stuff, right? Because um, Jamie Lynn's got her own package of crap to deal with. Mm-hmm. But apparently, according to a source uh, who who talked to Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller, and then it was re-reported in Geo.tv. What? I don't even know that website. What the heck is that? I don't know. Anyway, the the person said the source said that. Britney has literally no um, plans at all to try to reconcile with her sister. The source says, it's sad to say, but Britney isn't all that surprised that Jamie Lynn is using this opportunity with the media spotlight on their family to promote her own book. Britney is continuously let down by her own family. And it's sad because Britney has a heart of gold. All she ever wanted was to support her family before the conservatorship began. What saddens Britney most is that Jamie Lynn isn't even using this opportunity to speak out in support of her. At this point, Britney is not interested in pursuing a relationship with her sister and who could blame her. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know who said that, but I believe every single word of it because I think Jamie Lynn has been down and dirty. Yeah, and not the only person in the family, right? Like, this has been an entire family that has, you know, subsisted off of Britney Spears for well over a decade and probably more than one decade because even before the conservatorship, I mean, she clearly was the most successful person in the family financially. And I imagine that that breeds a certain amount of expectation, but also resentment and also control ergo conservatorship but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean she's not alone jamie lynn is just like one of many on the payroll but jamie lynn is definitely out there trying to uh push her own book Mm -hmm. which on the one hand i think do we really want to hear what jamie lynn has to say because it's probably going to be a cavalcade full of l to the i to the e to the s that spells lies lies thank you Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, families are weird. Uh, People who (laughs) make money off conservatorships are weird. Like, I I would think that you could read the the words of Jamie Lynn Spears and see through, you know, any obvious lies. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own appreciation of what's going on around them. It would be interesting to hear from her uh, in a long form what exactly she, how she views the world inside of Britney's conservatorship. I mean, that doesn't mean you have to believe it, right? But certainly I think it would be a valuable insight because, you know, stories like this, man, they take many, many different, um, they have many, many different sides to them. It does make me wonder if in her book, if Jamie Lynn will have anything to say about the conservatorship or if this is truly just going to be her story about her own journey in in entertainment things i should have said yeah Mm. remember Mm. she had to actually change the name Mm -hmm. yeah because she used her sister's Mm -hmm. lyrics in the original title okay so um jamie lynn spears hot mess of lies for the most part but like many celebrities in hollywood and a woman in her own right who's had her own career She has decided that she is going to tell the world all of the things um, that she thinks we need to hear, which probably aren't going to be all the ones we really want to hear. Right. Mm -hmm. But it'll be something. And I will say that um, the hits just keep on rolling in as far as Jamie Lynn is concerned. So 
Um, there, there is this tale of money laundering disguised as philanthropy as displayed by Jamie Lynn Spears I would like to share with you. I also want you to keep an eye out for the surprise reappearance of another anti-Britney ne'er-do-well. Um, and I'm just excited I got to use the word ne'er-do-well because there's this story in page six about Jamie Lynn Spears' memoir that ugh, should give you a certain amount of schadenfreude. That is joy in the sadness of others. The mm-hmm. Apparently, Jamie Lynn Spears, because clearly this book is going to be controversial, right? Things I should have said. At a time, as you've already laid out, when we're all primed to free Britney, right? So, like, the, the audience is, like, all here for Britney, not here for Jamie, because in the world of, um, you know, entertainment reporting, Jamie Lynn Spears Evil, right? Brittany, right. angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that very moment, Brit or uh, Jamie's trying to release this book, and as a way to sort of lessen <laughs> the devilish nature of her book or mm, take away some of the nasty thoughts we might have about her, she apparently had decided to donate a certain portion of the proceeds of this book to charity. Um, oh, and she pledged what a lovely gesture. I know. gesture. She pledged a certain uh, uh, amount of proceeds to the 501c3. This is my brave. And um, this particular organization is a mental health focused charity. So, you know, somebody told her, hey, uh, it might be kind of a good idea for you to donate to a mental health charity because... Yeah, that would keep the heat off of you because everybody's got their eyes on you. Because everybody thinks you've helped um, your sister be part of a terrible institution. Conservatorship. Conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she announced that they were going to give away all this money. And, and that's the money laundering part that I mentioned. Like, I'm just like, oh, you're trying to launder your... Um, you know, your nasty funds through this charity as as if somehow you will look, you know, better in the process. Okay, that's kind of icky and gross. Well, the charity, this is my brave announced uh, yesterday. Um, we have decided to pass on these funds. In fact, a statement from this is my brave said, quote, we heard you. We're taking action. We are deeply sorry to anyone we offended. We are declining the donation from Jamie Lynn Spears' upcoming book. Okay. Ah! Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's actually, I mean, that's a big deal for a thousand reasons. One of them being, like, yesterday I had never heard of This Is My Brave. Yeah. Show me your the brave. What's it this called? This Is My Brave. This is, yep, see, I'd never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about them, but also, you know, that could have been a huge, huge donation for them, depending, of course, on how many books Jamie well, Lynn sold yeah. and who knows what the actual percentage was. But for them to turn it down speaks volumes about how they, whatever. I mean, did they give a reason why they made the choice? Well, they just said, you know, again, we heard you were taking action. We are deeply sorry to anyone we offended, which implies that they got a lot of criticism from, you know, rightly. I mean, again, this is a mental health based charity whose Mm -hmm. mission, by the way, from their website says uh, the mission of this is my brave is to empower individuals to put their names and faces on their true stories of recovery from mental illness and addiction. You know, 
like they're they're the face of an or, or they are an organization who claims to be the face or part of the face of you know mental illness and people reclaiming their individuality from that. Okay, does anybody want to do the math right. on how I'll this looks math. when Britney Carry Spears... Carry the one. <laughs> Britney Spears has been under conservatorship and not been able to make one decision for herself. And what uh, and the reason for that has been cited as her mental illness. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So it just looks... Yeah, that it looks, smells it looks like poo. Like money laundering. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I should say, actually, money laundering is not the right word because that's, you know, a technical thing. It's more like tax write off. Well, it's a tax write off, mm-hmm. but it's more like personality laundering or image laundering, right? Like, right. You, you, you're going to try to g- paint some goodwill around this shady book. What is hilarious, though, and remember I said at the outset, little money laundering disguised as philanthropy is displayed by Jamie Spears. But also, I said, keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye out for the ne'er-do-well. For a surprise ne'er-do-well. Well, if you go towards the end of the story, they're like, we talked to the organization. They were like, yeah, no comment. We don't want to. Jamie Lynn's business manager, Lou Taylor, did not immediately respond <gasps> to Page Six's request for comment. Uh... I mean, it's not that we didn't know that Lou Taylor was still involved with this family, but I love that this was all probably Lou Taylor's idea. Lou Taylor, can you just quickly tell the audience who that is before we head out the door? So Lou Taylor has um, was the person who was kind of headed up the team that was in charge of the conservatorship of Britney Spears person. She acted as a manager. She had a right hand person named... Allison McKinney. What was her name? I don't remember, but she had an assistant. Yeah, she had an assistant who also, the two of them together were not doing any kind of good for Britney Spears. In fact, the argument would be that what they were doing was further damaging Britney Spears. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, So I just think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. The organization, as I said, has passed on that uh, contribution. So good. Good. Mm-hmm. I like them. I will mm-hmm. actually maybe donate money to them now. I mean, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. All right. When we return, our good friend Elizabeth Reese joins us. She's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it is our beautiful friend, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, my Hello, friends. Elizabeth. Hey, you guys, listen to this. The Bachelorette premieres tonight, and it's with our hometown gal, Michelle. Are Aww. we watching? Yes, we are. Oh, You're you know what? I think us. I said I was going to have to watch this time. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Yes, you do need to. I talked to Michelle okay. this morning, and she was so lovely, and she just loves Minnesota, and she's very, very proud of where she's from, and it was just such a wonderful thing to t- chat with her. So she's an elementary school teacher, and um, you're going to be able to watch the whole conversation that I had with her today on Twin Cities Live, because normally when we do these types of, like, it, so she was in another location. I don't know where she was. I don't think she was in Minnesota, but she... Um, I was talking with her and normally we'll pull like little clips to air Mm -hmm. of those interviews. You know, we don't air the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I finished and I was like, you guys, we got to just air this whole thing. Like what, what do we have to move? Because it was so fun to talk with her. And I, when I said, this is Elizabeth from the twin cities, she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be talking to someone from my home. She was so sweet. And um, I asked her about how she's going to feel as a teacher because I have friends who are teachers and my teacher friends don't grocery shop in the same community right. where they teach because they don't want to run into parents at Target. Yeah. And well, um, you know that those parents watch. I well, mean, yeah, and so that's what I said. What's going to what yeah. is it going to be like when all of the parents of your students like see you smooching on TV? And she was getting all all worked up it was very funny and sweet she said she's gotten so much support from her um students and just the community at her school so and she said in the classroom she's just still miss young and um and so we're gonna be able to watch it is she okay i have so many questions yeah ask is she still teaching right now i think so well that was the whole thing she wanted to shoot in the summer, so she didn't have to leave her classroom. Which so I guess I'm not sure if she's teaching this fall. Which begs the question, I saw a camera crew at the state fair one day oh, when I was walking around. Yeah, do you think there was a date happening? I mean, I didn't, I couldn't see what they were, they, it looked like they were moving to a location, so they weren't actively filming, but it was clear that these people were you know, filming something legit and it wasn't like a local... Like you're not from here. You can tell they're yeah, not from yeah. here. Um, I asked her how they much Minnesota is... for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> how much Minnesota is featured in this season and she said she was like nonstop Minnesota. She's oh, like turbo wow. Minnesota. Then you know they had to be at the fair because I mean, come on, if they were filming right, know, in the summer, right? what else yeah. would you yeah. film? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, wait. another. I have more questions. Keep going. I'll see One what I can more. answer. Just, okay, so like what community does she teach in? Well, she's from St. Louis Park, Andy Dinah. Okay. In multiple okay. places, I see. So I think she teaches Great. in St. Louis Park. Okay, awesome. I don't know the school um, system there. Where? What's her home address? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did she eat for breakfast? Where can we find right. her at this very moment? Uh, but if she like loves Minnesota, you guys, this is one reason that I, because I can't stop myself, will watch. For sure. Because I'm a Minnesotan at heart, and all I want is for the world to know how great Minnesota is. And so I'm going to need to be, I'm going to need to supervise this to make sure that we look good. I think that we will. She also talked about, I asked her about another Minnesota bachelorette, who's Becca Kufrin from Prior Lake. It's really kind of unbelievable to have two bachelorettes from Minnesota. I mean, that's, you know, we're like a small state compared to some of the others. And... She said that she got to sit down and have dinner with Becca and um, Becca offered her like all sorts of advice and all of that. So, um, you know, and Becca now is super happy with the guy that she met on Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. See, it all comes full circle. Look at that. Really you don't does. find love on The Bachelor, you'll find it on Bachelor Speaking of the State Fair, that's we had Becca and her then fiance Garrett on Twin Cities Live at the Minnesota State Fair. And um, I will tell you, we have big crowds. You know, this year was obviously very different. Nor in, in the before. Yeah. We had really huge crowds coming to watch Twin Cities Live. I have never 
seen a crowd like when we had Becca and Garrett. Oh, oh sure. It was unbelievable. That's I mean, awesome. it was just like as far it was like from KSTP building all the way to Andy's Grill. It was like people were oh, wow. gathered to watch it. Yeah, because people feel a little bit of ownership, right? As Minnesotans. For sure. So that's what we're going to have tonight. So you can watch Michelle Young. She's just, you know, her journey to find love. <laughs> and we'll hope that everyone's there for the right reasons. Oh, I love it. Mm, it starts. Not, uh, it's starting tonight. Uh, and you can watch it on Five Eyewitness News. I don't know. That's a shameless plug for KSTP, but I just am going for well, it. And we can't I love it. wait to see your interview. Thank you, Elizabeth, Thanks, for bringing friends. us all the latest uh, from Bachelor. And of course, you can check out Elizabeth every day on Twin Cities Live at three right here on my talk. Well, KSCP, same building. You know what I mean. When we come back, our good friend Holly's got juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We call them blind items. We'll do them when we come back. There's no more fun in a given day than trying to figure out what hot mess gossip uh, we're talking about on Blinded by the Item here on Colleen and Bradley. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And we'll let Holly get right to those juicy blind items. Blinded by the item. Oh, like this first celebrity gossip mystery solved this, Colleen and Bradley. This illiterate back in the day, A-list, mostly television actress from multiple hit network shows, is getting a reality show. Hopefully someone will ask her what went on during the filming of her last big hit network show and why she didn't get any more television acting gigs after it. Hmm. Oh, Suzanne Summers. Oh. There you go. Yes. That makes some sense right there. Yeah, so Suzanne Summers. Getting a reality show. And hopefully someone will ask Suzanne Summers what went on during the filming of her last big hit network show, which would be Step by Step on ABC. Uh, and why she didn't get any more television acting gigs after that show. Okay, that was a good so, show. I used to watch that Friday nights, I think. Yeah, here's DJ. what I don't like about that blind item is now I want to know what happened. Well, hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully on her new reality show, somebody will ask them very important questions because we got mm-hmm. we got questions that need to be answered. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of scandalous things were going on on the set of a TGIF sitcom with Billy Duffy? Billy? Right. Patrick, Patrick Duffy? Duffy. That's what who's I meant. Billy? Who's yeah, Billy? Who's Billy? I was like, His <laughs> cousin. <laughs> what? That, Billy. No, I'm telling you, that was a fun show, but it only oh, how long was that on? Longer than you think. Yeah. About a half hour. That's cute. <laughs> By the way, apparently Billy Duffy is the guitarist for the cult. Oh, all right. All right. Small world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it looks like Step by Step was on for seven seasons starting in 1991. Wow. Yeah, that's a Good long time. Good to know. Thank you. Patrick Duffy. Thank you. Not no, Billy Duffy, no. the guitarist for the cult. <laughs> no. The Cure. Thank Didn't you. you say that? No. No, I don't it's know. the cult. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? I got another celebrity gossip mystery for you guys. Fabulous, darling. Always up for a happily ever after. Those are always nice things. But after, but the illiterate reality star needs to be prepared. She's dealt with a mess for a long time with her ex. But the new guy has his demons, too. She just hasn't seen them yet. Ooh. Demons. Okay. It's a reality star. Yep. 
Ayla, oh, Courtney Kardashian. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. That makes total sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Courtney Kardashian needs to be prepared. She's been dealing with a mess for a long time with her ex, Scott Disick. But Travis Barker has his demons, too. Mm-hmm. Courtney Kardashian just hasn't seen them yet. Oh, I wonder what his demons are. I am his demons. Oh, God, scary. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's been through some stuff. You know, his ex-wife is not... I mean, she said some things on social media when they got engaged. I'm just saying, I'm sure he has some unresolved issues in his past. I mean, who doesn't? Really? Yeah, I was going to say, right? like, hi. Okay, so Travis But Parker, I'm sure we'll find out life. about them on the next season of whatever Kartrashian uh, series is uh, ready to mm-hmm. dump on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> Blinded by the item. That a Kardashian reality show is another celebrity gossip mystery. Like this one. The flash in the pan foreign born comedian has told the money laundering service to pull their special unless they vow to never hire the permanent A lister again. That's Hannah Ooh. Gadsby, Dave Chappelle, and Netflix. Uh huh. And that makes sense. Yep. So. Hannah Gatsby's like, pull my stuff, Netflix, if you're going to hire Dave Chappelle. So. She was not having it. She had mm-mm. some words for the head of Netflix, mm-hmm. Ted somebody or other, mm-hmm. Duffy, Ted Duffy, I think. Oh, yeah, Ted Duffy, yeah. Um, brother of Patrick. <laughs> yep, and Billy. From the Cure Cult. Um, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least. She was none too amused by uh, Netflix's response to Dave Chappelle's Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to wade too deeply into these waters, but what I find fascinating about this is very often comedians will lean into their art as a means to excuse things that they do, right? They lean into comedy as being the art form that Mm -hmm. maybe allows them a certain leeway. And Mm -hmm. so I, I appreciate it when another comedian is calling out that the you know calls out another comedian to just say like I don't accept this yeah and then and then takes a hard yeah, line absolutely on it. I mean Hannah Gadsby is a person who knows how to use words to make us laugh That's, but also to think that is for sure you should well I was gonna say you should check her Netflix specials but I guess that as long as you can <laughs> yeah exactly hurry up yeah get on it Speaking of things to watch on the boob tube, we got a television blind item here. The powers that be at this pay cable channel are hoping they can survive a week of negative publicity around their recent casting news of the former A-plus list actor. They feel if they can make it through the week, they won't have to recast him with literally anyone else. Why have we missed okay. this casting news? Yeah, so there's some, so it's is it like an HBO not quite. Or like uh, stars. <laughs> stars. Yeah. Because I remember we talked about stars yeah, yesterday. But what was what the did we talk about? Conversation about. Yeah, we talked about this story. Yeah, somebody <laughs> being Billy cast Duffy. In something. Yes, it's Billy Patrick Duffy. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, 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 oh! I remember. I remember. Hold on, it's coming to me. Is it? Does this have to do with Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
okay, what was it? He was superhero? No, Mel Gibson's been cast in the John Wick prequel television oh, right. series. Yeah. I yeah, believe yeah, yeah. it's called okay. The Continental. So the powers that be over at Stars are just hoping that they can survive a week of negative publicity about the recent casting news of Mel Gibson in the John Wick prequel television series. Mm. Stars feels like if they can make it through the week, they won't have to recast Mel Gibson with literally anyone else. Mm. Anyone else. <sighs> yeah, I you know, I don't know, though, because I I mean, while I have my own opinions about Mel Gibson, um, I just don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I feel like they're going to get away with that one, but I could be wrong. Well, you're probably right, Bradley, because it's a stars TV show. I mean, there's a headline in The Guardian in Hollywood. Nothing gets resurrected more often than Mel Gibson. So, I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. also, who has stars? That's what I thought. Yeah, crickets. I don't. No, me neither. So many pay cable channels that we don't have subscriptions to. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. We pay for a lot of other things. Let's read this. Celebrity Gossip Mystery. This foreign-born A-slash-B-plus-list actress reached out to this A-plus-list dual-threat actress and apologized. And within a week, the foreign-born actress got her old job back and a bunch of other offers, too. Ooh. Old job. Did we know that this person lost their job and got their job back? Well, we knew about something concerning the foreign-born actress that perhaps had something to do with the other actress that was causing her not to have jobs. Uh, And yes, this person has returned to their television series that will be filming future episodes in the future. (laughs) It's not like an Anna de Armas person. No, Uh, we talked about this in a blind item. I would say maybe a month or two ago. Oh, Lord. Um, I can't even remember yesterday. Um, I know, right? Well, I'll refresh your memory. The A-list, B-plus-list actress slept around with the ex of the A-plus-list dual-threat actress. The A-plus-list actress didn't like it and essentially caused the demise of the other actress's career. That sounds vaguely familiar, but still, I'm going to... So, what kind of a show... Um, it's an action series. Ugh. Because I don't know any action series. Um, let's think of the A plus list actress. She's currently starring on a streaming program that's very popular. Jennifer Aniston? Uh, not her. The other one. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yes. So Reese Witherspoon and that actress. Nicole Kidman. No. That'd be kind of hilarious. I will tell um, you her name. It is oh, Abby okay. Cornish. Oh, yeah. That's right. Never yes, heard. all of this sounds familiar now. It's all coming back to you now. So Abby Cornish is coming back to her series, Jack Ryan, over on Amazon. And apparently the reason why she's getting that old job back is because she got on the horn with Reese Witherspoon and apologized for sleeping around with Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> oh, that's right. So it was Ryan Phillippe, not her current husband. Because I was like... I'm sorry, cheating on your husband. Can I have my job back? Mm. <laughs> That's right. Look, and there's pictures of her with Ryan Phillippe. That's mm. right. Um, wait, did was she doing that when Reese mm. was with Ryan Phillippe? Is that what we're well, to believe? Presumably, otherwise, 
Why would it matter? Yeah. Well, that, to me, is a more interesting story. Thinking of the crossing of the stream of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That maybe perhaps led to the demise of the marriage. Interesting. Well, way to end it on a cheaty note. A note. A note. (laughs) Thank you, Holly, for those beautiful blind You're items. Welcome. When we return here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we have a very special guest and friend of the program. He is the gentleman who made Colleen and I both stars in our own right and uh, of stage and screen. Peter Rothstein is going to join us to tell us about his latest project and a fun, brilliantly wonderful opportunity for us to all experience live theater again. We'll have that conversation with Peter when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Live theater is back in our world, and we could not be more excited to share with you our good friend Peter Rothstein, who's currently directing Annie at the Children's Theater beginning this November. How exciting. Good afternoon, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Along with Holly Roberts and our old friend Peter Rothstein, who, by the way, just so you know, was responsible for. Making Colleen and I uh, famous on uh, the stage right here in Minneapolis. Peter, thank That's you so, so much for being Hello. with us. Hi, Peter. Hi, how are you? We are wonderful, but we are very excited. I mean, who wouldn't be excited to go see live theater in this moment? You're directing Annie at the Children's Theater. How exciting is it for you, of all people, to be bringing live theater back, and especially this show? Oh, my gosh, I cannot words fail. I mean, it's just been such a long haul for everyone, right? Um, but but for those of us who live and die by, by making live theater, it's been really, really hard. And so it's just it's been such a joy to be back in the room with 30 actors who, who are just dying to tell the story. And some, some of the kids were cast three years ago, so they've been waiting three years um, to, to be able to do this, so... Oh, and, really and what a show. I, you know, we, um, we have been talking about it off the air and I am, obs- I've always been obsessed with Annie. I dressed up as Annie like three Halloweens in a row as a child. I thought it was a story about my actual life, but there's something about <laughs> this show in this moment, Peter, why is this the right moment for Annie? You know, we were, we were starting rehearsals the week, um, uh, the week after we shut down. And so, so it was supposed to be running the spring of 2020. And in some ways, I'm really glad that 
that it's happening now instead because it's so poignant. It's it's about hope. It's about optimism. It's about family. Uh, it's about reimagining what families can be. And I think all of those things resonate so much more deeply now than they than they would have two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I imagine, you know, so you've been preparing to do the show, mounting the show in a very unique moment, right? Like we're all excited to have live theater back, but things are still not quite the same. And I imagine that the process of mounting the show has led you to do things in a different way. Can you talk a little bit about how you do a show in this moment? Yeah, so Children's Theater has been very rigorous around safety, which is which is terrific. So everyone in the everyone is masked one hundred percent of the time. Uh, I've I've yet to see some of the the child actors full faces. Um, not until we um, are running the show will will people take masks off. The actors take masks off. Everyone in the company is testing three times a week, um, in addition to everyone being masked. Uh, being vaccine, vaccinated, so so we're we're just taking huge precautions um, in order to make this possible. Well, and that's it's so wonderful because again, you know, I I, I guess if people don't have people in their lives who work in live theater. They might not realize, and something you said at the very beginning, Peter, that was so poignant, is people who live and breathe for the, the work on the stage. When you're a person who is a creative, and, and the work you do truly is to put out this type of art, to have had that taken away, I mean, I guess I can't even ask you to put into words what it must feel like, just from like a... A, a, a spiritual place um, to come back and be doing this in this moment. Yeah, I think we not we're only denied being able to exercise our craft, our artistry, but but for me personally, where I would go when the world feels daunting, um, when when I can't make sense of the world, when when politics or, or whatnot feel so oppressive, I go to arts um, to find healing, to find hope, to make sense. And so not only were we not creating as artists, but, but the very places we go um, to find hope, to be rejuvenated, were also taken away. Um, so to come back now, um, I just think we're all... Um, we'll never take it for granted again. And perhaps that's mm. the greatest gift to the pandemic is just really realizing how lucky we are to be alive at this moment and, and the importance of what it means to come together. And, and that's what live theater does. It, it puts artists and audiences in the same place at the same time. Um, and I just don't think we'll ever take that for granted again. Absolutely, Peter Rothstein, doing Annie at the Children's Theater. Can you tell us quickly as we wrap up um, about Theater Latte Da? And uh, I hear there's a whole new season of fun to look forward to there as well. Yeah, thanks for asking. We actually had a party last night. We invited all of our alumni back to the to the building and just had a big outside October beer fest with local beers and pretzels and it was just so fun to have artists gather again but we'll reopen our season november 13th um with just a reopening celebration a weekend of concerts called putting on the ritz uh and then that will launch a a fall season so we're back in full swing as of the middle of november 
This is so perfect. Well, I just can't. I honestly, um, Peter, when I heard that the Children's Theater was doing Annie, and then I heard that you were involved, I clamored to get my tickets. So we no, got she tickets. wanted a role, Peter. Like no, literally, she's Peter. like, "How can you? How can you make a grown-up Annie show up on stage? I, I, can we reboot it? Can we do like Annie in the future?" And I'm happy. I'm happy to offer my services. I will tell you, one of your Annies is the daughter of a high school classmate of mine. And the wonderful Emily Gunyu Hallis as Miss Hannigan is going to be something to be seen. Absolutely. Emily's just really already diving into this role. Uh, she's going to be hilarious and terrifying, and she's a, she's a great Miss Hannigan. And yeah, we have, we have two young women playing Annie. They'll share the, the role because Annie's on stage almost the whole evening. And so right. they'll each do five shows a week, uh, and they're both really, they're very different Annie's. Um, but both really going to be delightful performances. Wonderful. Oh, I cannot wait. Peter cannot Rothstein, wait. thank you so much for talking to us. It's so good to hear your voice, and we can't wait to see Annie at the Children's Theater. Head to childrenstheater.org for tickets and info, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Peter Rothstein, uh, Annie at the Children's Theater. We'll be right back here on Colleen and Bradley.